This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo. Another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. I wanted to match the boringness that has been happening with the Philadelphia Phillies. Jack Fritz. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Why are you talking to me like a pet? I don't know. Because you were just having all kinds of chair issues. You were going up and down. You Because I can't spot. find the right angle. You made me look at you kind of like a child. <laughs> don't ever say that again. No, I just... I, you were really low down. It felt like it was like, wow, you're so tiny for Yeah, I know. Well, you are always bigger than me. For a moment, you weren't. Well, again, it is plaid season, so that has helped. <laughs> it's looking good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, I know. I, a plaid I, dad. That's I what think, you are. I think it's because of the snow. Like The snow... And the wanting to just be around a fire all day mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Camp, which is a great band that I need you to check out. Yeah, I got to check it's, out Camp. It, I mean, I'll check it out. It's okay. uh, like it's very it's a very wintry day. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, the Jock Peterson fake rumors yesterday <laughs> were not enough to really get my fire burning. Yeah. But I, I am I am curious as we you know kick off this podcast. <laughs> which are you hey, everybody? Which are you more? I can't tell which one of us is more happy. Me not having to listen to you talk about the Eagles mm-hmm. or you not having to listen to me talk about the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> like I am so I'm so happy that for the next hour or how long that we have to do this podcast that I don't have to think about the football yeah, team. Yeah, I know. Me too. I just it's a, it's a it's a real I, nice I need it's a nice break. Man. I need something else. Like the yeah. Jock Peterson rumor. It was the first time I've really felt something. Yeah, in a and while. it turns out the Jack Peterson rumor might have been about the Eagles. <laughs> it really might have been. He's no, from re- San Francisco. Like yeah. that, at least I don't know what. Unless so is he, he from signed, San Francisco? Or apparently, he doing, okay. that's what I heard. So it's maybe him being like, "I'm a Niners fan." Ha ha. Uh-huh. Well, 
Thanks, Jock. Yeah, appreciate it. Awesome. We will we will rescind any bad things we say about Jock Peterson if he signs. Obviously, if he signs, he's our guy. Love him for sure. He's, I mean, he's a, a winner. winner. All he yeah. does is win. Right now, like, he is from Palo Alto, so yeah, lot, he's Jack. probably a Niners. Yeah, thing. I think it's a Niners thing. Yeah. It's no, like, it's probably a Niners thing. <laughs> I know. Which, like, in the middle of free agency and winter meetings, Not and cool, like, it's just like, well, guess what? Dead to me. <laughs> Until they sign him. Until they sign him, and then it's like that's. He's just being funny guy. Yeah, then, then it's like, whoa, that was hilarious. Yeah, he, get, he yeah. gets it. He gets it. <laughs> great terrible clubhouse guy. He's going to come in and be great. A terrible fantasy football commissioner. Apparently. Yeah, well, hope he doesn't get slapped here. Yeah. We're going to have to look out for slap yeah. slap issues or uh, slap, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, slap bets? Slap gate? <laughs> slap gate, I should have yes. known you go slap bet, How I Met Your Mother, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just got slapped <laughs> across the face, across my friend. Across the face, my friend. Yes. That what was, a... First four seasons, fantastic. First two, were last really, really seven, good. awful. <laughs> but, but at the peak of how I met your mother is one of the best sitcoms of all time. I like it. It's a good take. All right, let's get in. I mean, do we? What are we going to talk about? We like I I got stuff, but seriously, like, just take me in because I look. I know that I can get frustrated with the Phillies are doing yeah. and, and non-action. Yeah. So yeah. for me though, it's like I'll get frustrated and then I'll 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 go back to my life. You will sit there and. And stew mm-hmm. and pine, and then put out tweets where everyone's like, "Jack, are you okay?" Dude, my new target list for the Phillies. I went Harrison freaking Bader. We went from Mike Trout to Harrison freaking Bader. Man, I'm, are you okay? That's where I want to start the pod. Are you okay? So, uh, in my spare time, I have just been watching random relief pitcher highlights. <laughs> So you you can be the judge of that if yeah, you, if so, you would like to be so so strong no no like oh, I, I just no, I am not okay no because like honestly I'm I'm the bits aside I'm so busy that like I haven't like I I need a move to like get, get the me, juices going. to get it going so it's again. almost to the point where you've just you're you're checked out yeah just have nothing That's what, tough. what am I supposed to do every <laughs> single freaking article that comes out is like. I don't think we're gonna really do anything. So like, not really interested in anything. Maybe, dude, we'll, maybe dude. we'll pick some guys up at the, before the season starts. Yeah. It's like well, just wait till spring training. Maybe then we'll make a Basically, move. Basically, if we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. I mean, <laughs> like it seems. It seems as if the like the, it feels like the 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 contracts on the team are obviously hampering their ability to go and and get something done. You know, they're they're like they, I think they would like to get out from under Tywan Walker, but how good of a prospect do you want to attach to Tywan Walker to mm-hmm. get him out of here? And then. It, the other because thing, then you're spending money on Taiwan. To, yeah, you have to either yes. attach a good, or you're or spending money, and then you're spending more money to replace him, and the whole thing. Yeah. So I and apparently like uh, Maga is going to get a hundred million now. Um, you know, and I think yeah, like the Yamamoto, they're saying almost three hundred million. Like, I like, mean, that's the thing. At least we could say it, I when it's all said and done. If the market look, sometimes we'll hear these numbers, and the market does not play out the course, way of course. you know reporters put stuff out there for agents and all that stuff. But if it does play out this way, the one thing we can say is it. it it might have been a bargain they got Aaron Nola for. Yeah. Like, like if Yamamoto signs for two seventy five, yeah, or it's like wow. And, and okay, that's younger, why they re-signed Aaron Nola. But that's exactly yeah. Like, yeah. and and I love and Yamamoto. also I was, I was driving in this morning and I I heard like they listed the teams that are in on Yamamoto and it's like oh so everyone is in on Yamamoto. It was like every big market team is in on Yamamoto. The Dodgers, the Giants, the Cubs, the Yankees, the Mets, like. The, Everyone is in on the guy. Yeah, and and for for rightfully so, rightfully so, yeah. he's, he's really really good, and he's really young. Um, but it's just like it's 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 such a huge financial commitment, and I, I just think the Phillies are 
kind of stuck roster wise. And and I know like I'm of the mindset of I think running it back is is a mistake because I just don't think the buzz is really going to be there. But I also don't know what they're supposed to do. You know, it's one of those things where it's like I would love to be mad about something or I'd love to be fired up and like start a campaign and do all that stuff. But I just I don't know what the move is. I don't know what the move is, because like, again, do you want to do you want to still be paying Taiwan and then you also want to attach a prospect and then have to go pay someone else. Sure. Like I would have loved the Eduardo Rodriguez deal. Yeah, it was a really good yeah, contract. Yeah, four years, 80 million. Really good deal. Um, you know, Castellanos. Diamondbacks, of course. Like yeah, great. Our, our new, guys. Our yep. new nemesis. Yeah. No, they, they really are. Like they, oh, really, I hate them. Yeah. I, I, ac- I actually hate them. Like they, there's <laughs> honestly, I Cowboys are Diamondbacks. <laughs> I don't honestly remember uh, it, it turning quicker. Like what's well, the Bucks game? I mean, it's, yeah, no one yeah. felt anything about the Tampa Bay Bucs. Until You're right. They, they until were like the, our little, you know, ha-ha, <laughs> never went under 30 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I hate them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's a great point. Until yeah. they helped the Eagles in, in 08. Yeah. But I hate the, um, the Michael, well, they helped by losing, you're saying. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Bush helped us out. The yeah. Raiders helped Jamarcus us out. Russell. Yeah, that's right. Um, the known winner. Of, the highlight of his career. <laughs> known winner, Jamarcus Russell. But like, Russell. that's how I feel about the Max. Like, it really went from, from whatever to i hate them yeah like I, I like they're right there with the mets and braves for me right now in this moment in this moment like obviously historically and all that stuff like the braves are still the worst i still have the braves the most right now yeah but but the diamondbacks are like third on that list now yeah. like i hate them more well, you than go, the nationals you, you don't go, you you go very the marlins go, i hate them more than hate the marlins now no 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 oh i do well i hate the diamondbacks more you're probably right yeah i do hate the marlins though i of um, course but it's like a you know so I guess it's annoying hate. And me. I guess my thing is I guess my thing is I, I think they're stuck. But at the same time, you know, they can make these like if you upgrade some of the some of the, the bullpen rolls and you do get a, a better a better like platoon bat for, for the outfield, like there are they are a good team. I think yeah. that's the, I think that's the one thing that's being lost in the whole freak out about them not doing anything. Like that was a, a 90 win team that also missed Bryce for for a little bit of the year. Yeah, it took a while. Played horror. Trey Turner sucked the first half of the season. Yeah, like yeah. they they should have been better. They were better than a look for from what June first on, similar year before. They were a hundred win team. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. I mean, on paper they're a 95 win ball club without really making any improvements. But they won 90 last year and they weren't even playing that good for a majority of the year. So um, like I I, I on one hand. I'm bummed because I love the offseason and I love trying to think of what's the trade. I love, you know, what's the free agent signing. But like we've also been spoiled the last couple of year, years of, OK, they're going to go after one of the shortstops. You know, they're going to add a big bat in free agency, whether it's Schwarber. And then we were, we were surprised by the Cassiano's thing. Um, you had the the Bryce pursuit. Like John has spent a lot. Jack Middleton has spent a lot of money. It's been a pretty good run yeah. for, for offseason discussion. And the roster kind of is the roster. And I think if they could have gotten out from from Nick Cassianos and someone wanted him, then they would have. But, like, like you're also – you are losing a 25-home run guy. He's, he can be frustrating when he chases and stuff like that. important in the clubhouse? Like, I do – I think that of matters. Course. We can't talk so much about how important that clubhouse culture thing is to this team and how they function and then just totally ignore that when we're talking about Cassiano. 100%. So, um, yeah, it's it's been really boring. I still would like to see some kind of cool trade, but on one hand, I do get it. I think it's lame, but I also, we can't, like, I can't want a smart, well-run baseball team and then complain because they don't do stuff for us. Yeah, dude, I, I, <laughs> you like, know what honestly, I mean? you're, you're saying exactly how I feel. I think you nailed it, like, perfectly in that it sucks, it's disappointing, 
And, and I do, like, there is a part of me that I do go back, I do still believe and go back to what I said in the perfect off season where it's, it, and we've talked about this, like, you're in a window right now. Like, you do everything you can to win a World Series now. Over the next four years, you do whatever it takes to win a World Series. But to your point, I understand, like, it's still, you still have to be smart about things. You're not going to overpay just to overpay. You're not going to overpay just to fill a need. I do think the trades are the thing that that we should be hoping for because I am fine trading prospects. I said that before. Like, Mick Abel, love you, buddy. I'd be fine trading you. Griff McGarry, love you, buddy. I'd be fine trading. Like, I'm willing to move on from Justin Crawford. Like, I'm willing to, to upgrade this team, and I do think that can happen as the season goes on and all that. But it's just... I think you're right, and I think, look, so many times we're like, oh, they won the offseason, and then it doesn't translate to wins during the regular season. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think the Phillies can still be really good. I think they could win the World Series off an offseason like that. That's all still there. It's just frustrating when you, you know, we go back to what, what John Middleton said, the whole, like, you know, what did the 1927 Yankees cost? What did this cost? What did that cost? Whatever, like, like Steve Cohen's got a higher payroll than us, and I know he's Steve Cohen, but he's in Yamamoto. He's going to go out and spend more money, and I'm not... How is their payroll still so high, by the way? It's unbelievable. I mean, they it's like they of, got nothing. Like, they got rid of like all their talent so, last year. Uh, but, uh, but so I, and again, I'm not, I, I think you're right. And I, I can't, we can't complain about the money spent. They went out and spent money. They still have what, the third highest payroll? In third or right fourth. Now? They're in that range. Yeah. So it's like, you can't complain about that. But at the same time, it's also like, well, it's, like, a, sense of, it's a sense of urgency. Take, thing, advan- right? take advantage of the window. It's exactly right. It's a sense of urgency. This, But they, they are. I mean, because what you're really doing is, is, Who's the Cassianos upgrade out there that you want them to go get? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, like, I, sure. I, yeah. If it's if it's Mike Trout, they could have beat the Juan Soto deal if they wanted to. And now it probably would have been like, I'm trying to think is 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 it fair to say? Uh, no, nah, I think he's better. It's almost like it would have been Ranger, like Ranger and Michael King. Michael, King's uh, Michael better King's the big better, but yeah, I mean, I think Michael King's a better prospect. Prospect, yeah. yeah but I Rangers, mean, I think Michael King is more valued. You're right. Rangers pitch in the playoffs and had success, but I would say Michael King is more valuable in a trade, don't you? Maybe, a little bit, maybe. But Ranger too. I, I know, I know. Michael King was pretty nasty at the end of last year. He's a he's a, a pitching ninja uh, yeah. favorite. Yeah. But like, all right. So but either way, it would have been like Ranger, Abel, and Rojas probably as the as maybe the, more as the cornerstones of a deal. Yeah, as a cornerstone uh, yeah. and. Like they could have beat it if they really, really wanted to. So I guess like that's the the move that people. But at the same time, like we we argued about this, uh, which was which was funny. Um, <laughs> Doesn't have it that often. But like trading for Juan Soto, when you have a pretty good inclination, he's gonna hit free agency for only a year. How smart a business is that? I mean, the Yankees do it because they are desperate. Their fans are like, I've never seen Yankees like basically. The worst thing that ever happened to Yankees fans was George Steinbrenner because every single offseason, you, you have to be George. You have to be like it's it, it's the toughest thing for the Yankees that George Steinbrenner existed. Um, so like, there's always that you got to go get the star, you got to go get the star, you got to go get the star, or else the fans aren't aren't very happy. Um, and the Phillies, like, do you really want to go kind of shed down some of your your talent to go get Juan Soto for a year when he's going to hit free agency? Like the Yankees now have made it like we got to sign them or else we gave up all this for yeah. essentially nothing. And they didn't even really give up and that look, much. The Yankees had to do it more than the Phillies did. Yes. It's just what it is. They had the need and they have from a public perception standpoint, like we were talking about, I mean, like people are really angry with the Yankees, like really angry with the Yankees, their fan base after last season, obviously they didn't make the playoffs, that whole thing. And they kept Aaron Boone. <laughs> like people weren't happy they about kept that. Cashman. Kept Cashman. 
all that stuff. I, I think there was no team in baseball that needed to trade for Juan Soto more than the Yankees. Yeah, I agree. And you know, I, and I think my big my big concern is that sucked though. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I'm I'd kind rather, of be, I'd rather be a Yankee than a Brave, you know, or whatever. But yeah, I, like I'm just look. I, I know you. I know you I have your. I know you have. You, you're 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 such a you're such a sports fan. <laughs> like you're you yeah. Cowboys, Yankees, Duke, Lakers, Celtics, hate them all. You know, I do, like I you're really such do. a sports fan. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. But like, I sort of like when the Yankees are good, and I. It's and fun I, for baseball. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to watch. And it. he feels like a Yankee. Oh man, he's gonna be. He's gonna be. I, I'm excited to see how it all works. Uh, a judge in center field for. Is gonna seems be like a, a disaster. What? So, what, when they, so wouldn't they put him in left and put Verdugo in center? I don't know if he can play center, Verdugo. Well, he's got to play better than Judge, Dude, no? Judge is a good defense. Judge is a good outfielder. Verdugo is a really good outfielder. No, Judge is like a really, really good defensive center fielder. It's just he's huge. You think Judge can play center field? I think they're going to try. Yeah, I know he's a good outfielder, but he's 6'7". Yeah, well, listen, he's got he's only gotten hurt running into walls. Yeah, less it walls just than seems center field. so it would be <laughs> it, it, you'll be unique to watch. That's for sure. He's going to be the, yeah. a big center fielder, I <laughs> yeah, think, is, the, is yes, the takeaway. Yes. Is the takeaway. But, um... You know, so I, I think my big concern with with everything, and it's not for us, and it's not for our listeners, but like the the, the buzz heading in the spring training is just not going to be there. There won't be any, and and it's and which is fine. I mean, maybe it helps the team. Maybe they're probably not. <laughs> well, it's it's just gonna it, the season's gonna start, and I feel like people will check in more in May and June rather than like or they need first to get off bang. and get off to a hot start for once, and when you know go let's start like you know fifteen and five, and then people show up. Yes. Um, and I think people show up because I think people like the baseball team. But uh, yeah, and, and look, they 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 showed up last year when we thought they might not after the World Series. Like they showed up while Trey was still struggling. Like they showed up throughout the year. I I think people will show up. It's more about the buzz. Like people will go to the ballpark. That's an activity. It's something you do with your family. It's something that's ingrained good. in us. And they're good. People don't go when they're not, but when they're good. I'm saying people will go. It's the excitement around the team. It's the vibes around the team, which we talked about last year, the magic of the whole thing, you know, and now it just felt so special. And like, I just don't, I don't think it like, and look, maybe that doesn't matter. All we really want to win is a world series and everything mm -hmm. else yeah. is secondary. So like, who, the beginning of the season who cares, but it, it won't have that same kind of, you know, excitement to him. We love that. It's our favorite thing. It's our favorite team. It's our favorite sport. Like we want it to, to, we want everyone to be as excited about them as we are. And I don't think that it'll take a little time for that yeah, uh, and maybe maybe we're underrating the fan base. Like maybe when it gets closer to spring training, it'll be like, oh man, the boys are back, which yeah. I can't wait for. By the way, me too. Like it's just you know, let's go. Yeah, it's like seventy something days. Let's go. I know. I'm just. I do already miss it. I, I do. I already miss the daily grind. Like I just again, I kind of walk around when the Phillies aren't a thing, and it's just, what's the point? You know, it <laughs> just seems like it's really. <laughs> <laughs> My sister saw to that. Uh, Walker, oh, just like, I wouldn't say that to Walker. No, no. Like Walker probably would say, "I'm the point." You know, that's a thought. You know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> it's like. Yeah. A part of you is missing. A part of me is yeah. missing. A part of a my good way, to, good way to say it. my core is yeah, missing. Who you are? Am I filling it by gambling on the NBA? <laughs> yes. I was gonna add to my Fanduel. How's that going? It's awesome. Yeah, you no, it's it? awesome. I took a, I had a five hundred dollar parlay last Whoa, night. Whoa! Look at you. I've taken probably five hundred bucks out of Fanduel the last two uh, week and a half. So. Oh my God! Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. yeah. No, I've been hot. Yeah, I took three hundred out two nights ago. You're like winning, winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. No, it, it's it's. I watch a lot of NBA. Look at you. I'm just letting, I'm just letting <laughs> wow. you know. Oh, yeah. No. proud of you. Yeah, that's thanks. like, 
Wow. And it takes a lot. But it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like a it's, second job for you. It's yeah. Well, dude, I was up. I was <laughs> all right. I was watching. Uh, I was watching Clippers Nuggets in my bed at twelve thirty at night last night <laughs> oh, on man. my phone. So I'll be up in a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So that's how. You want to ask me what I'm doing with when I'm not thinking about the Phillies? It's we really need baseball. No, I really need it. Yeah, no, I really need that. I don't know if this is healthy. It's just like baseball. Is just like there's nothing. There's no other sport that makes me feel the way that the the the, the, the baseball team. I here think does. we all know. Like they're just they're they're just the best. They're just they're simply the best. And like I'm not gonna do an Eagles thing. No. It's just. It's every night. Is there something new? There's something exciting. I get to see a young kid. I just there's so many storylines. Oh, I know you get a you get a Wes Wilson, Michael oh. Lorenzen game out. I know you get you get Luke Williams and his family in the stands. Trust me, I get it, buddy. Just miss it. I get I really, it. really. I miss the daily the daily Phillies game. All right, speaking of Phillies, let's get Which back. Which I feel like to we get to every time around this point of the year. Yeah, yeah. So I miss this the is daily. The, this game. is the the time. Yeah. Um. All right. So so let's get back to the. They're not going to do anything. Like, do you, the do you one, want, do you want my, do you want my updated perfect off season? It makes me sad, but yes, we're going to do it, but it makes me really sad. But, but is there any chance there's some rope doping going here? Is there any chance that they're putting out, Hey, you know, we're not really doing anything. And they're the team to pounce on someone. I don't think it's well, going to be Yamamoto or whatever, but like no. Blake Snell's only a hundred million. Oh, boom. Or whatever it is. Like, do you think the Phillies are, are potentially lying in wait they're really saying, look, this this market's not playing out for us. If there's a trade there, we'll take it. But more likely, we're going to kind of fill on the fringes and and mm. head into camp. I think there's a 100% chance that they're – it's not a rope-a-dope. I just think they're going to be opportunistic. Like, it reminds me a lot of um, when they signed Castellanos. I mean, it was yeah. essentially the market crater. And they're like, why would we not sign Castellanos? So maybe that happens for Blake Snell. If you're telling me they can add Blake Snell is like <laughs> with Aaron Nola, obviously a win. No brainer. Yeah, no at that brainer. Point, yes, please. Um, yeah, so I, I think there's 100. percent And really, I think the next thing that could happen is a, is a trade. I mean, that's where it comes down to is free agency. I think, and I was I might as well I was going to put it in my uh, in my in my take bag, but now that we're talking about it, like I think the biggest thing that we have to adjust with the current state of the Phillies and the way that you know free agency is going and the way the offseason is going is that. Now it is it is entirely on, and not to put pressure on them, I'm very sorry, but it's on player development and it's on uh, Brian Barber to keep getting talent in the system because now it's trades. Well, that's what I said in the pod. That's why I said I trust these guys to to draft and develop talent, and that's part of the reason I was willing to trade away our guys. Like I don't think the Phillies are going to be huge players in free agency because I think when you have at least for the next couple of years, because I think when you have your roster pretty much set and they have their core, their core for the next three years is Bryce, JT, Schwarber, Cassianos, Turner, Stott, um, Boom, Marsh. Like, it's pretty set. Wheeler, they'll probably extend this offseason. Yeah, I think so. Nola, uh, Ranger, Chris Sanchez, Andrew Painter, whatever. Like, it's pretty much set. But Nick if Abel, hopefully, in a couple years. And or, look at, like... Or look, trade him. Look at what the Dodgers have done, you know, the last couple of years. It's like their roster is pretty much set. But then they go out and they trade their prospects to to add around those guys, you know. And and the Mookie trade was bigger, but like I think about the Scherzer trade and and really the Turner trade. Yep. Um, like when you get to this point as a as a franchise and you get to this point as a team, then it becomes about the trades you make, not the free agent signings that you make. And that's what we're currently dealing with is is people want these free agent signings because we've been so accustomed the last couple of years of they're going to be players in free agency. It's not the case when the roster is pretty much set. Now it's about the trades around those guys. Maybe the trade for a a lockdown shutdown star reliever, like we've talked about. Like we've talked about. I mean, I think that's 
I think that's a trade that could happen. Um, and then I don't know, you know, I mean, maybe the Snell market craters and they sign him, but I think there is definitely one possible big move left. I think it, and, and I think if I had to choose one, it'd be for one of the star leavers. Please, buddy. I would be very. It'll we be talked fun. about. It. I mean, we well, talked I about. Like, it. I, I don't. There seems to be this thing, and I don't get why. I do get why. It's because people like to be fake smart, and there's nothing that bothers me more than this like fake smart, fake smart sports arguments, like the run the ball stuff right now. Of course, the Eagles have to establish a run. Of course, they like do. Just, just shut it's, up. It's so annoying. Like, like, yes, they have to run the ball and they have to run it better. Like, what else? Why are we even having this discussion? Like, it shouldn't be this hard. Thank you. It shouldn't be. This I am hard. so with you. Like, it's 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 okay. Some things are obvious. Um. But, Some things we don't have to fight about. Some things we can all say, yeah, you know what? We all agree that that's what happened. That's you love those arguments. I do. You know me. But that's why I feel about the closer position. Like, having a guy that can just shut down the knife is valuable. And it's like, yeah, I know the Phillies the last couple of years, they've had a revolving door back there, but that's because they haven't had the guy. They haven't had someone they can just stick in the knife. And like, yeah. Maybe Alvarado's better than whatever closer they can go trade for. Maybe not. But at that point, Alvarado can be in the seventh. He can be in the eighth. They could have Sir Anthony. Like, they go from a like, whole, why would you trade assets for a closer? Because it lets everyone, it turns your bullpen from really good. It was a top five bullpen last year to, like, the best in the sport. A souped up bullpen. Like well, and it's 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 if there's the time to do it, it's probably now. Well, and honestly, if you look at the the way they lost the last two postseasons, I mean, Houston obviously that was maybe the greatest bullpen in the history of the sport up there, whatever. But that played a major role in them losing. And last year, not that Ginkle and Seawald are the best bullpen we've ever seen, but they were amazing. They were amazing in the playoffs. Those two guys, those guys, and until the World Series, those guys were unhittable, and that's part of the reason they got there. Like having being able to shut guys down at the end of playoff games, being able to con- con- like win games like that. Oh, maybe we saw it in games three and four. What that would have done for the Phillies if they had shut down guys, they could come in and shut it down. Like they would have been in the World Series last year. Like it's massively important. So I just, I, I just, I don't understand why it's always. I, I think we've gone too far with the closer doesn't matter thing. It's still the three hardest outs to get in a baseball game. You know, and, and especially in the biggest of games, when the pressure is the, the biggest, well, like those are tough outs to get. Well, and especially if if, if Rob Thompson is going to be as aggressive as he is in some of these games, like you need you need a souped up bullpen. And it almost saves him from himself, having a guy at the end that you could just count, like that guy's there, let me build up to that each time and not have to worry about how many a game. So, yeah, I, I just think that if there's ever a time to do it, it's your World Series window to do it. I am and this is the World Series window. Like, if you can go get a Bednar, you can go get a Devin Williams, you can go get one of these lockdown Alex guys. Lang or You'd Alexis Diaz or whatever. I just like to throw out names. I know. But I do. Um, yes, Alex Lang is really good. So, but but I'd you, rather have Bednar for what it's worth. Oh, yeah. Bednar's. Bednar would be my top number choice one. of those guys. Yep. So I just, I, I think we've just gone too far with the whole closer doesn't matter thing. It, it, and especially, listen, with the way this team, um, you know, with, with the way the, the manager manages in the biggest games of the year, instead of having Kimbrell have to come in in that spot or or if Sir Anthony's not pitching as well, or you, like instead of having to, if you want to not extend Chris or Chris Sanchez later into a game or Ranger into a game, which I hope we can just knock off. Like, I just, I don't want to deal with that anymore. Just, just let your freaking let starter go. when he's. Okay. When has he ever shown that he can't handle it? It's, uh... um, but, but it, you might as well. Just build a souped-up bullpen. Might as well. I mean, like I think Kirk would be, like honestly, maybe the biggest thing that they're that they're 
internally debating right now, and I think it's one of the bigger questions about the team, is how great can Orion Kirkring be? Like, can Kirkring be Bednar? Be Bednar, yeah. be Devin Williams, be one of the best closers in baseball? Because if he can be, then there's no reason to it. It totally changes yeah. everything. Yeah, then he's the guy. But, but we don't he know. could also have him and those guys. Yeah. So, I. Yeah, I would be, and it especially helps you get through 162, um, and we know how important bullpens are in the postseason. Speaking of, uh, you just mentioned his name, thoughts on $13 million for Craig Kimbrell. A raise. Not just by the 101 win Orioles team, but to be their closer. How about that? Well, imagine going from Felix, Felix Bautista, Bautista yeah. to Craig Kimbrell. And Bautista's obviously out for the year, so Kimbrell's, they said Kimbrell's going to be their closer. Isn't that wild? Like, you just watched it, and then you're like, yep, that guy. Yeah, I know he's good yeah, during the Yeah, but listen, they'll probably turn him into a stud because yeah, they, they have they a, a bit of a really pitching good, factory. They're really good there. at that stuff. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, all right. Uh, I want to get to your perfect offseason. I want to talk about the hard Well, that's thing. not a perfect offseason. Your... your, your... <laughs> Boring perfect off your lame perfect off season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just mentioned Thompson real quick, so I'll just throw that in there. Thoughts on the the one year extension? Like uh, you know, I didn't want him to be a lame duck. Clearly, would have been a lame duck this year. They add the one more year. I think a lot of people are like, just one year, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Thoughts. So I can't tell if it's more. I can't tell if it's more Thompson or the Phillies. Because we yeah, all because he's talked a lot about just being exactly like, yeah exactly so like, doesn't ma- even care what he makes and like doesn't he almost retired before getting the job yeah. exactly so like I thought I had that thought too I was like maybe he's just like eh you know uh, I'm gonna oh, kind of go year by year year by year year by year and and maybe if he gets to the point where it's like eh you know like uh, I'm ready to move on he seems very comfortable. <laughs> With, with moving on and going back yeah, to Canada. He seemed very comfortable talking about yeah. it and saying how he really feels yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they felt like they didn't have to give him three years. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Or it's the Phillies being like, Prove we'll it. play it year by yeah. year. And if if what happens again happens again this year, uh, then maybe we move on and we'll pay you that extra year and, and see what happens. I how just, shook do you think they were by the playoffs? Like, because again, you know, I think. And, you know, we battled about the the levels of it, but I think everyone can agree Rob Thompson, even he said it. He said it in his postseason press conferences. Like, he he made some mistakes. He trusted some guys too much. He should have done some different things in some different spots. Um, how much do you think the Phillies are concerned about that? I don't know if they're concerned. I, I think that it's something they're they're monitoring. Because he's, 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 I think... I think he's a great manager. I think Rob Thompson's one of the best managers in baseball. I do, too. I just think that... I love the guy. If his, if his, if his fault, or, or whatever, is he's too loyal... Then I think I think I think they want to see how he does next year. If he if he does the loyalty thing, if he changes it around and it doesn't work again, then it's like okay, maybe well, maybe it's not Rob Thompson. But my 
My first thought was, is he angling for Alex Cora? Alex Cora mm, was the one guy. One more year he, left in Boston, or two more years left in Boston, whatever guy. Guy hired in Boston. Yep. Rob Thompson's getting older. The Red Sox, I mean, uh, he seems frustrated with what was going on up there. Yeah. Maybe that was a high and bloom problem. Maybe under Craig Breslow, he's more, uh, you know, he's more happy. But if, I mean, if Alex Cora becomes a, available in a year, I mean, I, I think Alex Cora is a difference making manager. I love Alex Cora. Um, so maybe that's, like, I think Alex Cora is the best manager in the sport. Yeah. Council's up there, you know. Man, I'm so sick of Craig Council. I think he's really good, but look, he's never won the playoffs either. Oh, my. I mean, no, rephrase. I'm sorry. Bruce Bochy is the best manager of the sport, period. And it's sure. Sorry, yeah. he is. Yeah. I mean, you have to give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's good. Man, he won the World Series again. He's good. But I agree. I think Cora's top three. I think Cora's a stud. Um, so uh, that was one of my thoughts. Uh, and, and the year thing was... The year thing was really interesting, and I couldn't tell if it was more Thompson or more the Phillies. Um, and I think they'll be curious to see what happens in the postseason. And it might just... It might just be if they fall short again, they have to do like something. Because the, the, look, it, yeah. The problem is, like, I just, I keep loving the 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 staff they build around them. You Me know, too. like, and look, I think I think like they brought good. In, they brought the in, I think Rob Thompson. I think Rob Thompson is and great. And for what it's worth, I don't think this is going to be an issue because I think he will change. Uh, the way he talked after the season in his postseason press conference, the way he talked about the mistakes he made, like he seemed really thoughtful and pensive about it and was like, it's he's like he was willing to admit that he's like, yeah, I probably did certain things wrong. I probably trusted guys in spots I shouldn't have. Like he admitted it. So and and hearing him uh, after he gets the contract saying, hey, somebody want to watch a World Series? It hurts too much. Like I. I would be surprised if a guy like him didn't learn at least some sort of lesson. Sure. Um, but, but you know, and you look at the kind of the staff they're building around him. You know, we I like Caleb Cotham a lot. I mean, I think Cotham is... Stud. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Long, we know. Good. I just... Like, they added these... They, like, I love that they went to the Giants. And I love they went to the Astros when they got these, like, extra hitting coaches yep. around them. Because... You know what sunk them in the playoffs? Start chasing everything. Yeah, Giants and <laughs> Giants and Astros are two of the best non-chasing teams in the in the sport. The Astros, for the last I don't know six years, top of baseball and the least amount of strikeouts. Um, so poaching from those teams, I think is 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 brilliant. Um, like I just this again, this kind of like smart organization stuff. I I love what they're doing. I love that they poach from those two teams, and because I'm always like. I watched the Giants the last couple of years, and it's, and you say to yourself, They're "Wow, they have more. no talent." Yep. And you watch all their hitters, and it's like they have a dude. The really... 107 win team is the worst 107 win team I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. like it was unbelievable that that roster won 107. It was it was outrageous, ridiculous, and and sure, their pitching's insane. Yeah, I mean, and look, you get lucky in certain spots to get to 107. You know, like one run games, things can go your way, but man, they they got they get the most out of what they have. They're building a a. I know uh, another pitching factory too. Dude, they're building just a stud, like a stud holistic organization mm-hmm. when it comes to what's going on down in Clearwater, when it comes down to like everything they're doing in player development, the the big league coaching staff, like that's been the big stuff behind the scenes that will matter. And, and matter when, for a long time. That's and, the infrastructure that matters. Like we talked about. And when it comes organization. to when, when you're not making, when you're not making big roster upgrades, getting the most out of the players that you do have here, 
Like that's the upgrades that I think are going to happen in the next couple of years. And and the, the trade market's going to be something that they're going to have to explore as these yeah. guys become well, more Dave and more available. Dave has a history of, of, of making some really good trades. Not here. I mean, no, he makes not good trades. Like the, the, the Alvarado trade was great. No, I'm, I'm, I'm the big trade. He hasn't made the he big trade. He hasn't made the big trade here. Anybody has, he's a history of it. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I want to get, we'll get to your lame <laughs> updated off season, we'll call it. Uh, and the take back in a sec. Last thing before that, um, the Harper thing. The uh, Scott Boris coming out and saying that Bryce Harper wants a contract extension to finish his career in Philadelphia. A little confused, Jack. I thought we already had that. I thought the 13-year, $330 million contract was to finish your career. There are four people last year in baseball, four, who were over the age of 39. Four. There are only six others who are 39 or older. Like, and there's, and, only one, that, and there's only one member of this podcast that is over the age of 39. You're damn right, 39. buddy. Let me tell you, at the age of 42, it hurts. You don't want to go out and, and by it, hit a baseball? I mean everything. I wake up at night because my leg is like tight because I'm sleeping with it like crooked. Like that's all it takes to make my body like convulse with pain. Like You and Bryce Harper. Me, we're the same, yeah. more or less, physically fit in, in similar ways. For sure. Like I... We love Bryce. It's our guy. I love him, love him, love him, love him, love him. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, uh, I, and I get that he didn't take an out in the contract and that he would have made a lot more money if he had and all that. But, like, he didn't put an opt-out in the contract. That wasn't our choice. That was your choice to sign that, Bryce. And, like, look, I love him. And I would I would more say, hey, Bryce, when you're done, we'll give you we'll give you a, 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 a you know, roll with the organization. We'll pay all this, but whatever. Like, I'll do whatever to keep you in the sport. Whatever, I'll offer. But, like, not now. Like, in four years, if Bryce is still crushing it and he's awesome, all right, Bryce, let's talk about four more years from now. Like, I, this is nuts. Like, I'm sorry. Like, eh. I think it's absolutely asinine. I think it is asinine. And it's Scott Boris, and I get it. I think to ask for an extension when you have eight years left on your contract and you're 30 years old, 31 years old, I actually think it's beyond the pale. Like, I think I love Bryce and I'm not ripping him, but I think this is outrageous. But, outrageous. Well, but Middleton wants to do it. So what, what, what's it's the outrageous? I, then John shouldn't do it. Why? why would you do it? What's the, why? Why? So, Give so, me a reason why you would do this. I add on four years, 40, 41 and 42. You know what the history of baseball says? That he's going to suck those years if he plays. Yeah, but he's also not going to get like, all right, so he's 38. He's, he's at the, towards 39. The end, 39. And he's towards the end of his career. And, you know he's not going to be able to get that kind. Of, he's not going to get twenty five million dollars a year. For the, I'm not. I understand yeah. why they're. So doing that's why he's. It. Doing I think it. it's outrageous, though. Like I, I'm well, sorry, you're being, making. He's just being. He's, he's being smart. No, I get what he's trying to do. I don't like it though. Like again, why? I, because he's got eight years left on his contract. Yeah. Again, if he had three or four years left, fine. We're talking about eight years down the road. Like three or four this years has never happened gonna... before. This is not I... something that they do in baseball. We haven't seen many, you know, love affairs between a city and a, and a player quite like Bryce. Look, I love the guy, the, yeah. but the point is, like, you just strike him while the iron, iron's hot. And, and if Middleton's like, all right, I'll do it. Like, well, he, I think it'd be a mistake. I think John Middleton should put his foot down. I think it sets a really, yeah, really but, bad precedent. But then, also, with them, Trey Turner has a great year this year. It's like, you know what? I want to add two more years to my contract. Like, are you serious? You're setting yeah. a precedent. Yeah. I think it. I think it is insane. I think it. I think it would be a massive mistake to give well, him that money. You're setting a precedent, and, and I get that. But I also think that, okay, he doesn't do it. Is Bryce as good of an I don't think he would not be. I, I, I do not think Bryce Harper would, would change the way he goes about his business. I don't think he would be like, well, I'm not going to try as hard because you can give me money on the back end it's of my try game. hard, but I mean... He, or I'm not going to be as, as, as 
loving towards the city? No way. That's Bryce. Bryce does what he does. Like, I don't think there's any chance. Now, the, like, theoretically, Boris could, could cause a problem, and then it's a different discussion. If, like, it's like, well, Bryce is going to Would you rather sit- cause a problem, or would you rather give him three years, 75 on the end? I would rather... I would rather put my foot down. I'm not just getting bullied into this. But he's no. not getting bullied. He wants to do it. Like he's not getting bullied. Then it's a mistake. I, I, do you don't think there's a mistake to give Bryce Harper $75 million age 39 to 41, see 42 seasons? Well, uh, I think it's fi- crazy. Financial for the... The reason that they, they took risks. What if Bryce Harper broke his freaking leg in the first year? Is never the same player. Like The Phillies took on that risk. Yeah. Signed to a $330 million and contract. Complete, and he's completely outdone all he has but you know what that's that's what you paid for right the the reason you signed such a big contract is that you're paying for the beginning of the contract to pay off the end because yours 36 37 38 39 he's not going to be worth that money and you hope that as inflation goes and stuff he's worth closer to that but a 38 year old bryce harper is not going to be worth 25 million dollars he's not gonna be worth 20 million dollars most likely so like you're paying off those back end years with the value that you make on the early years that's the whole reason to do a contract like this like Mm -hmm. and 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 this quickly into have an opt out in your contract, then Bryce. They would have given him one. He, if he wanted a contract with an opt out, they would have given it to him. That was his freaking idea. Like I get it, and I love Bryce, but I think this is a step too far. I don't. I don't think this is right, and I don't think John Middleton should do it. That's how I feel about it. Well, if there's one guy to do it with, he's the right guy to do it with. I agree. He's the only person I would even consider it for. But like again, I just think it's. I think it's a massive mistake. I would say Bryce, wait a couple years, man. Like, but he's not. But he's not going to get the contract in a couple well, years. It is what it is. Like again, like then you should have put it out. Uh, you should have put an opt out in your contract. You should have put an opt out. Like, sorry, again, you're paying for. The, he's not going to be even. If there's a. Let's be honest. Bryce Harper will not even likely be playing at the age of 40 or 41. The way he, violent with his body, the amount of injuries he's had on that. Again, there are four players in the sport this year over 40 years old. Four. Like, it just doesn't happen. And I know with medical and stuff, we're getting better and people are doing it more and more. But the idea that Bryce Harper is going to be a valuable player for those right now the last three years of the contract, much less the three you would add, are are unlikely. They are unlikely. But at the same time, like, if, like I, I just think that it's twenty five million. If they, and now if it turns into like four, twenty five million, that's a lot of money for someone yeah, who's probably not going to play for you. Those it's years. almost uh, it's a lifetime achievement award. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's they a give lifetime. him a give him a freaking award. Don't give him money. Like this is crazy. Pay him in other ways. Like I said, give him a job with the organization where you make twenty million a year. Once you're done, that doesn't go against the freaking luxury tax. Like I, I just think it's a mistake. Uh well yeah I mean I think financially sure. It's a mistake, like because it's it's taking twenty five million off of, in twenty thirty one. I just don't think you get bullied around by everyone. But like what it, if a bu- it might, Scott Boris knows that any time you want to do this with a player who's valuable, he could do it to you. Yeah, but I just say, I I think that I think it's this a is a unique situation. I think this I, is, it is a unique situation. It is. I just think it's eight years out. Like it's crazy. I know. Be it's good nev- for a couple more years. Be really good. If he's good for three more years and he's closer to that age, then it makes sense. Then it's like, all right, you could be good in four years from now. It's eight years. I. I he missed half the, the like the last two seasons practically. Like I just, again, I love Bryce. I'm super happy he's here for the next eight years. I think it is insane to tack on stuff to this kind. I honestly think it's I think it's crazy. Huh? Okay. Guess you disagree. I I, I just don't care. Okay. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever keeps whatever keeps Bryce happy.
I yeah, I get that, man. I just I, like I know you're worried. Point, you're worried about your fifties, dude. I, look, I've only got how many more seasons do I have left in my life? All right, yeah. I want to maximize them. Yeah, like and and look, those years are already going to be tough. We're gonna. I mean, let's. We all know, like the back end of the trade contract and the back end of the Bryce mm-hmm. contract in tandem are going to suck. That's going to be sixty million dollars a year to two guys who can't play close to that level. It is what it is. That's what you do with these contracts, but that's why you sign them so that you get the value early and then. The, the, you, you pay it off late by having to pay guys who are not as good as that money. Like, that's the way it works. Yeah, Don't sign well, a 13-year deal, Bryce. Sign a seven-year deal and get another contract. Yeah, but I, I just think that when... Because he knows right now that when he's 38, 39, he's never going to get $25 million he's a year. Get, he's getting $330 million. Yeah, but he's also... Listen. On top of all the other money that he's already made and all the other money... And look, I get it. I'm not ripping someone for going for more money. He's an athlete. I'm just saying I wouldn't give it to him. And I would. I think it's crazy to think to give it to him. I just think the downside of possibly causing any rifts is, is not worth it. So I, I, if it keeps him happy, it keeps him happy. If it's $25 million eight years from now, then whatever. I, th- I think that's a really bad, not, way. I won't a be bad way to do business. You just talked about being a winning organization. Like winning organizations don't do that. Winning organizations also keep their players happy. And but, he's uh, he's an all-timer. And he will be happy. I agree he'll be happy. But I think there will be a little. I think he'll be little... happy either way. Like yeah, he's making money there, and he's getting a... a chance to win. He wants to win. Guy wants to win. He also wants, wants to make sure he's, you know, it's financially stable. Yes, is he going to be okay with that $330 million plus all the money he already made plus whatever endorsement? I mean, the guy's probably going to make $500 million, like in his life without this extra money. He wants to play through his 40s in the Phillies. It's all right. Yeah, we, okay. and, and if you're still good in four years, Bryce, we could talk. That's where I'm at. Well, I don't know if he gets. I don't, well, I don't know if he gets it. Sucks for you, Bryce. Yeah. Like I think it's crazy to me. I think this is this is nonsense as far as I'm concerned. I right. wouldn't give it to him. That's how I feel. Well, seems like John wants to. So, Does, do you think he's going to? Because I don't. I don't. I don't think it's a lock that he's going to give it to him. I, I think. It, I what think if it, Bryce held out? Does Bryce hold out for this? That's what I mean. I don't think Bryce would. I don't think it's that big a deal. Like I. I think Scott's taking a shot. He's going to miss, hopefully, and then we move on. That's what I think. All right, what do you got for a lame lineup for me, or a lame off season for me? <laughs> Let's get it back to the important. Let's thing. get yes, Harrison Bader. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just I like Kyle Lewis. So I'm trying to I'm trying to look at where we are now, and I, I did not expect the the Jock Peter. We'll see the Jock Peterson things that thing happen. And look, if they do, so I'm fine with that. Like I like yeah, but it was weird. It was like it was like another lefty that's essentially well, Mini Schwarber. Yeah, well, that's the weird part. It's a guy who strikes put, like, out. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted like Eddie Rosario, where it's at least someone who's going to put the ball in play for you and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it was just. Uh, so when it happened, I was like, well, that's a, obviously a weird fit. Yeah. And then, I mean, the idea is he's a Jake Cave replacement, right? But it's just. How, but he's like a 12. Like how, much, also, yeah. how many millions are we playing Jock Peterson to, to, to fit the Jake Cave role? I don't know. And you. I guess like it would be Marsh and him in a, on a platoon against righties. It doesn't make any sense. It, it was. It doesn't make a lot of sense. You talk yourself into it because he's a Philly. Cause, but, and because he wins. Because he's, he's a guy who's, who's shown up in the playoffs. But but Harrison Bader is a, is a good defensive center fielder that hit some uh, dope home runs for the Yankees. Yeah. And he did have like, what, a 400 OPS with the Reds last year after the trade. So that hurts him a little bit. <laughs> it's a tough, tough <laughs> It's a right tough there. one. But I do think, I, I think it would be a mistake. And I like Johan Rojas. I just think it would be a mistake to go into next year. That's my center fielder. Oh, I agree. Well, yeah. what about Marsh though? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, but it, I, I really liked the Martian left. I did too. Rojas in center field, yeah, like def- defensively, um, and Martian. If they could go get uh, a, bat. A, a more established left fielder that doesn't, which they could, they could theoretically. Yeah. Well, is there is there a trade? 
My well, well, the one the one that I wanted to bring up because it wasn't that was just free agents. Like if they're if the Cardinals are just giving away Tyler O'Neill, I would hundred percent. Yes, dude, the guy has like thirty five home run potential. Yeah, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. It's a huge outfield in 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 St. Louis. He's a good defensive player. If you sign him to play left field and hit sure. thirty home runs here, sure. thirty five home runs, like it's he's been banged up, and I get that, but. That's a that's a trade I would hundred percent be all over. Is I one, think they need to. I mean, they definitely have to add a bat of some kind. They will. Yeah. No, they will. I think. I mean, they have to. The rest of the offseason is finding the right the field pieces and the and the bat. Yeah, finding not right field. Finding left a right handed. Yeah. Finding a right handed bat um, that can, can come off the bench or, left or possibly start on left. Is is well, is, yeah, because if you could move March back and forth between center and left, theoretically, if yeah. you don't want to go with Rojas as a full-time guy and so, yeah. on, so, so on and so forth. And a closer. And we'll see. I think there's three things. If they can get out from under the Taiwan deal and sign another starter or trade for a starter, I think that's on the table. Reliever, hopefully a stud. And then a right-handed bench bat. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I don't love it, you, you, but I will love take it. it. You I do love take it. it. All right, take back. Oh, uh, hold on. You want to finish there's this? More. There's more. Uh, I think it's Kyle Lewis, who I like. Duvall. I mean, how many, how many times do I have to do this? On every list, forever. Just Adam Duvall. Until he's just, retired. You know, like in your notes, Abby will go through and you're like, uh, oh, I'm going to add to this, change it. Like he's just a perma stays on the list. For yes. for, yes. for life. I'm yes. sorry, Adam. You better be a Philly one day. Uh, Kyle Lewis uh, is, I just, I can't quit. I like Kyle I Lewis. can't quit Kyle Lewis. Yeah, I like Kyle We'll Lewis. always want him. And the upside is, is really, really high, obviously. Uh, Kike just plays everywhere and seems like a good clubhouse guy. He does. And Chase. You feel, I feel and like Chase He's on winning teams. I yeah. feel like I've seen Kike play in the playoffs a fair amount. Uh, Jordan Hicks. I mean, of course, we can have 102. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty good. Wasn't he 104, I thought? It's a stupid. So he's the guy who has, like, the 15 fastest pitches ever in baseball. I think right? so. I, I'm pretty sure, like, if you look at the list of fat, I'm going to do it real quick. Fastest pitches ever thrown. I'm, I'm pretty sure the whole list is Jordan Hicks. So see. it goes, I mean, if you. <laughs> Tip Chapman, obviously, but fastest. If you have pitches, a if you have a back end of your bullpen of of like Hicks, Alvarado, Soto, I mean like it's it, it goes from it's a superpower pen. No, okay, here we go. Oh, that's from 2010, 2011. Aroldis nice. Chapman did have the top 15. Let's see, here we go. Pulling it up. Uh, what is the fastest pitch ever thrown? So it's oh, is this an old article? I keep finding old articles. Oh no, this is new. Okay, good. So it's a, still Raldis Chapman does have the fastest pitch ever thrown, one hundred and five point eight. Nice. Hunter Green, one hundred and five point two. Starter, both Reds. Yeah, this is not a list. This is just like random. Either way, either way. Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks throws hard. It was very and, hard. Yes, that's and he was a great linebacker for the Eagles. Um, but if you have a power, <laughs> it's a great line. If you have a power bullpen, uh, I I just think that you have those guys in the back and it's it's nasty. Uh, Hector is kind of in you know he was kind of lucky last year even though ZRA was one point seven. But regardless, uh, Shintaro Fujinami, like as a reliever, like he throws one hundred and three and has like if he's all over like pitching ninja and like look how in. insane his stuff is. And but then his ERA is in the sevens. A little different as a reliever. Um, and then my personal favorite, who I need that. Like, he's my number one target for the rest of the offseason, mm-hmm. which I know is very, very exciting for everyone. Um, but it's Robert Stevenson. Oh, of course. Robert Stevenson. Yes. 235 ERA. Former Red. Red Pirate. Pirate. And then was traded yep. to the Rays last yep, yep, year. Yep, 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 yep. Um, he's a stud. He, wasn't what I was expecting. He'd have a chance to close if they, if they brought him here. That I was think. not what I was expecting. He's, he's number one target for the rest of the offseason. Robert Stevenson. Get excited. Robert Steve. Okay. 
So we're in on Robert Stevenson. Robert Stevenson. He's the guy. He's That's the, the guy. So he's the new Jesse Chavez. Yeah, except he's not. Like, Jesse Chavez is more of a bit. <laughs> Believe it or not. Because he's like, like a, kind of a bit. This is not a bit. This, oh, is, oh, this is the number one. No, like Robert Stevenson needs to be a Philly. Oh, good. Like, he's right. disgusting. Wow. Yeah. I love no, that. No, he's disgusting. He, he, like, if, if it comes down to it, he could close for this team. Oh, wow. He's going to be one of the best relievers in baseball next year. There's no doubt about it. All right. <laughs> I love the confidence you say with. <laughs> like I'm just telling you, like if, if you're looking for next year's, uh, you know, Fritz guys, yeah. if you're looking for, you know, uh, well, you don't do holds leagues, which is no. lame. No, that's lame. No, Who cares it's not. about holds. Oh, it's, it's the greatest. A real thing. Come on, man. Yeah, you get like middle relievers in fantasy you ever baseball. Watching outside of fantasy, have you ever watched a game and been like, oh, great hold by Dominguez tonight? It's not. No, it's, you never say that. You don't think about it. It's not a real stat. It's like dude, a meme. Yeah, when Andrew Miller was at his peak, of course I was watching yeah, Andrew, Miller. Andrew Miller. Stuff. Yeah, so why don't you calm down? Love that why don't guy. You calm down and grow. Um, Robert Stevenson, number one target. <laughs> for those not, for those only listening to the pod, Jack turned and just did a real smile at the camera. Right into the there. camera. <laughs> Sign Robert Stevenson. <laughs> uh, all that matters. That's all. There it is. Look at that. All right. Um, take back. Sign Robert Stevenson. Is that it? That's a take no, back. No, all right, we're out of here. Um, bu- 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 oh, there's no more red uniforms. Are you heartbroken? No, I'm actually quite happy about it. They were bad. They were my least favorite Phillies uniform. Like <laughs> they looked rinky dink. I didn't like. like they looked like spring training. Uniforms well, they were. To me. Yeah, I know. But that's what I always felt like. I'm like, all right, so we're bringing out the spring training uniforms. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh. So yeah. So no more red uniforms. I think they're getting City Connects next year, which is gonna be that they are. Which is, I hate this. Like enough Connects. already. They're bad. Enough. Yeah. Here's my thing. All these things are just to get people to buy new jerseys. Like it's just always let's let's do a new one. Like just make the make the, enough. Give, have just the, give me the creams and the powder blues, the pinstripes, and I'm good. I don't need what anything. What about a Kelly Green? <laughs> I thought you said you didn't want to talk Eagles. What are you doing here? No, but a Kelly Green Phillies jersey. It would, would be awesome. Be I would love it. Come on, man. Get the Eagles Bryce and the Kelly Green sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, we so tried that, the we tried the blue and dirty. We tried the blue yeah. and green the yeah, one time, and that was not great. Yeah. That was not great. Um, are you mad at Shohei Otani for for not uh, revealing his uh, who he's meeting with? Is he no. killing? Is he killing the sport? I, d- I, that was a really dumb tweet. Dude, all those. Are, all, yeah. Dude, I can't stand. It's I like, can't. oh, this should be such a big deal for the sport. I I think it's actually kind of hilarious. That I like how mad. Like, I just I can't take I can't take beat writers sometimes. Yeah, it's it, like it's just too much. Like, I'm sorry that you're not getting easy scoops. Yeah. Like. I'm sorry you can't write ten thousand articles about show his visits everywhere. Like, yeah. sorry. I, I know, I know. I'm, uh, he and made... yet, and yet, we still all know, right? We've well, all the, heard it's the Cubs and it's the Blue Jays and dude, it's the, the Dave, Giants, the Dave know? Roberts, the, Angels. the Dave Roberts. Yeah, we talked to him. Like, it was like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> would you? Would you? <laughs> would you? Mark that Tucker. They probably should have fired him. Like, first off, he's a horrible manager. Market. Tucker did not market. Market. We don't mess yeah, around. We, we don't. don't cur- we'll we don't curse on this podcast, Tucker. Okay, good. You got to go back and fix 51 that. Fifty-one thirty. If it's not fixed, I apologize, everyone. It's Tucker Bagley's fault. Yes. Just so everyone knows. Yes, not your fault. Never take. Never take. I always go back and edit it perfectly. There's never one time that I forgot to edit out the. Game. Yeah. So, uh, no, the Dave Roberts thing. Like, honestly, if it costs them show high, show hey, he should be fired. He should be fired. I mean, can we be honest? He should have been fired a long He's time. He's a terrible man. He's an awful, a they, horrendous. They've man. never gotten it right. No. Um, Tom of Lasorda. They haven't gotten it right since Lasorda. Before your time, I know, I know, I'm old. Who needs him? I he, he, tried, World he, he tried to fight the he tried to fight the fanatic. Yeah, it was, it was funny about it though. It is almost speaking of good things. 
It's almost yearbook time. It's almost. Oh. Uh, I, think, I think it came out December. I think it came out New Year's Eve last year. So, all right, let's get inside the head here. Mm-hmm. I forgot about it until this second. Okay. How obviously you expect me in it? Let's be honest. I don't. Let's I think be I, honest. Let's be honest. A little bit this year, you expect. I mean, certain things happen this year that would make a lot of sense for you to make your official yearbook debut. Yeah. Like if it, ever, it, it if probably, ever was gonna happen, how? How I know how excited you'll be if you're in it. That that goes without saying. How disappointed will you be if you're not? Oh, incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you serious? There's, there's one year to do it. It's it's this year. You better uh, be. I'll be. I I will be disappointed. For they're you. gonna put it there. I would if I had to bet. They'd probably put like a a video compilation, audio compilation of everyone and the whole thing. So we'll be a part of it. And one day when Walker and I go back and start, probably 2001 video yearbook me and walker oh you go start there and go oh one to the current well, as we work our way through the video yearbooks he'll hear my voice why not start with 2000 if you're just gonna pick a random year in the 2000s like why not start with the actual? i don't remember anything about 2000 2000 oh, so the first year you remember i don't remember anything wow in life so usually <laughs> usually when you when you Try to make me feel old, like by telling me I'm old. It doesn't actually the make me feel. The only thing I remember about the year, I felt really old there for a minute. I graduated high school in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. So the, again, my first memory of life is Doug Peterson playing quarterback for the Eagles. Wow. And then I remember I was a lion on Halloween. Mm-hmm. I remember that outfit. And then I remember. <laughs> wow. So 1999 is your first memory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then like, Doug Peterson playing corner. That's pretty hilarious, yeah. actually. And then I remember I was at a 2000 like New Year's Eve party. And then that's about it. Wow. I remember I, I remember I changed the channel. On, so my one of my earliest memories of life is in 2001. There was some like football game going on during the World Series. Mm-hmm. And I only wanted to watch the World Series. And my parents were at like a big party or and whatever the and i changed the channel from the football game and everyone got so mad at me that's hilarious and i was like oh, it's game seven <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you talking about little jack yeah he's yeah i remember because i don't i don't i do not like being yelled at uh-huh. so I, I remember every single time in my life i've been yelled at do you really yes wow and i never get over it really? it's actually the biggest thing that jill and i have in common is that we both remember every like we what yeah this is this is every time anyone, anytime anyone's ever been mad at me i remember every single no time. way yeah. really and i yeah it's oh i can't God. get over it it's i like cannot get millions over it. Of until people like me. me i don't get over it <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's the it's it's jill and i is the biggest thing that we that have in common. that is so fascinating is that wow. is that we remember every single time yeah. that we've gotten like talk to wow yeah well, that's good to know yeah deep inside don't the ever of don't Prince. ever cross <laughs> me <laughs> i know well yeah my, I, you might not recover from we'll it we'll never recover <laughs> yeah, from yeah. it yeah it's good well i do think there is a lesson there though that if i do do that then you will just spend all your time trying to get me to be your friend again so right. could, we're getting there we're getting there with the sequel season <laughs> <laughs> we're getting yeah there. we've had a moment or two um yeah and then my my final take bag take is uh i'm excited to tell you about my new passion in life Ooh. I can't wait to hear what this is. I remember in in the past, this has been like uh, you had the gardening passion for a moment. No, it's never. I hate gardening. <laughs> Whatever you had, you were your backyard. Oh, oh well, growing grass. my grass. Yes, thank yeah, you. I yeah. knew it's grass. I knew there's something. To, don't talk. Don't talk to me like I'm crazy here. Okay, I remember this. Yes. You're so grass. my new passion in life is finding the best loaf of sourdough I can. Oh, I, I could. I mean, I sourdough bread is the best. I'm bread. a 
I've become a my new passion project is sourdough. Now I haven't like. So we, is this a new thing? Did you just get so, introduced yeah. to because sourdough? I'm a long time. No, I've not been just introduced the best, to sourdough. The best bread there is. I mean, sourdough 100%. bread is the best bread there is. It's not like I've just. It's just you just got into it. I just it? got into like so I, we went to this one place uh, and they had like a fresh loaf of sourdough. I was like, ah, oh, let's just pick it up. I started eating. It. I was like, oh, it's phenomenal. And then now I go to the other places around Westchester, and loaves. it's like that's a pretty good loaf of sourdough. Like How's it compared to that? Uh, and I haven't got to the point where I want to like start actually baking it because I don't know how to cook anything. Well, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. Seems like a lot of effort to, to make bread, but well, I'm, you need a starter. That's all I know about. Bread. I am now on the hunt. <laughs> I'm on the hunt to find the best. I'm really excited. You have to keep me updated because I Huge love I guy. love sourdough bread. Yeah. So let me know what the best is, and I'll fu- I'll dive in. Yeah, almost cursed again. I know. I get <laughs> didn't see that passion <laughs> no, coming about, about right sourdough. I love sourdough. I'm with you on yeah. this. I mean, you've cursed. You didn't curse when you were yelling at Bryce Harper for wanting money, but you did curse about sourdough. Yeah, that's the way it works, buddy. It's <laughs> the good. way it works. <laughs> that's good. All right. The new passion in life. That's right. Sourdough, sourdough bread. bread. That is right on brand. That's the exact type of thing I was expecting. Something Plaid like shirts. Fires and sourdough bread. It's good. You are you are right in a in a box there. I like it. I think it's safe to say I need baseball. Back. <laughs> I know desperately. That's Every single podcast, I feel like at the end, everyone's like, mm, "Sounds yeah. like you need something." Well, yeah, we've actually had people reach out to Jack to make yeah. sure he's not depressed at We're times good. this off season. We're good. So it's good. We're good. Is he okay? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's okay. Yes, it's good. <laughs> All right. As long as the as long as the Fanduel counts, uh, <laughs> flowing. Yeah, as long as that's going well. As long as there's NBA games on to watch. But by the way, game at five today. It's the middle of the show. Oh, it's exciting. Uh, I'm I'm excited for you, buddy. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? Uh, no. <laughs> Good. No. This was this was productive. I think always is. It always and is. Now we're not going to go like two weeks between podcasts. No, we'll again, be here right? next week. We're good. Yeah. Well, about the same let's thing. be honest. Though we'll be here next week. We'll be here the week after that, and then we'll be off for for. Christmas and that right. stuff. So, so you have a couple in a row coming. We're there. Were you ready to do a Jock Peterson emergency podcast last night? I was. I was. I would have stayed up late. Yeah. Yep. To talk about Jock Peterson. Sure. Our guy. So many thoughts. Yeah. Like a five minute pod. Yeah. Also, he spells <laughs> it in a winner's way. He spells it, it like Doug. It. I do like that it's J O C. I. No, Pete. Like instead of oh Peterson, the Peterson. I also like that it's J O C instead of J O C K. Jock. Jock. Yeah. yeah well, because I think Jock with a K is not a real name. Jock with a C well, is a real it's a jock name. strap. Right. right. Yeah. Right. You know, a jock. You were hey, a jock back in high school. Brian some would argue I still am. <laughs> no one would. No one would. No one. You just talked about sourdough? wearing plaid and checking out sourdough. You, your jock days are over. Buddy. Dude, I can't even run anymore because of my rib injury. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. You Dude, right? It's actually, it, we're, we're getting past it, but I did have to run from my car into the house the other day so I didn't get a ticket. And it immediately, so just a shooting pain up my oh, rib. That's tough. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're getting there. Good. We're we'll battling our way through it. All right. This has been fun. Thank you. Oh, by the way, shout out to the, do you remember the name? Cause you gave it to me. The listener who got me the fish, fish shirt, <laughs> fish Philly <laughs> yeah. shirt. Yeah. Like I have wanted this shirt forever. I'd never buy myself things ever. I just, I'll be like, Oh, I want that. And I just won't actually do anything to get it. You should buy stuff. I have wanted this shirt forever. You are my hero. Thank you so much. Seriously. Like I'm, I'm really genuinely happy to have that shirt. So thank you. Whoever you are. I'm, uh, Ryan Lickfeld. Ryan, thank you, dude. Seriously, like that was freaking awesome. Someday I will get Jack to wear his. I will. I will die trying to get Jack to wear his. I really, I really appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. All right. This has been more than enough of this. So. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Until then, he spread some salt. <laughs>